Hey guys, so here we are, episode nine. How the hell did that happen? How? Little did we know when we recorded that first one that we'd still be doing this. So it's all great. And um, yeah, every time we talk, it's always going to be about similar things because obviously we keep having lockdowns. But we're just checking in this week, see how everybody is. Um, I We've just had a call before this actually together and we're pretty fired up about the fact that... Um, <laughs> You know, lots of people are dealing with with this situation in their own way. And um, it's very easy when you are, we're going to go back to social media, obviously, but it's very easy to feel like you're doing nothing to help yourself because you're not doing the things that everyone else is doing. So uh, a great example, which we've just touched on, actually, which is quite a common theme running through at the moment, is this... Um, the benefits of being freezing cold and and it was it infl inflammation and whatever um i mean i'm not very good at being cold and i know it's definitely a menopause thing because having with menopause you get like a hot flush followed by so cold you think you are going to seize up and die so you kind of have this thing going on for quite a number of years so you kind of really embrace feeling relatively normal you know and when I was training uh, one of my clients down at Boscombe Pier the other day um, these guys were in the sea and I reckon it was probably I reckon it was just above freezing and they were running around in their little shorts or things um, and I literally had a scarf a hat a pair of gloves a coat a hoodie and my tracksuit bottoms and my shoes on obviously and even watching them walk up the ramp to go and get changed was making me feel uncomfortable let's say um but I do think there just seems to be oh, oh this thing about you know you what you need to be doing every day in lockdown yeah so everyone feels that they need to be doing something so I'm talking more so I guess about the people who aren't working full-time yeah, yeah. So, so you know difference with me November wasn't too bad because we had an end date I knew it was four weeks and I was kind of able to cope with that my first lockdown I was working full-time on an office job in this room um it wasn't a great job it didn't make me happy um the room gets very dark during the day so I spent a lot of time in the darkness but it was great weather seven and a half hours of my day were taken care of because I was busy um, it meant I could go walk in the morning because it was hot and sunny walk at lunchtime walk in the evening if I wanted to but it gave me structure to my day and I think so you know if you've got structure to your day or distractions i.e I'm talking about children at home hubby at home having to you know work and juggle a household I'm not talking about those people because you have got different pressures I'm talking about us if you like you know we're we're me, me and my behalf you know we're both self-employed we're both not working now we're both at home we're both quite different people so we don't gel so much with activity wise and stuff like that so it's quite difficult to get that balance right um but yes it's been a bit of a struggle for me but I'm, we were talking before we came on the car podcast to say it's very easy to get drawn into I should be doing that because it seems to be working for everyone else 
and we just we just touched on this swimming and the sea thing which is great but everyone tells you that you have to do it yeah. you have to, I, I, otherwise you you literally haven't lived you haven't lived a life until you've gone in the sea or or blown up a contraption that you put in your garden fill it with water let it freeze overnight break the ice and get in it I was, I'm glad you said that. I was worried about the people who live in the Midlands that are like three hours from the nearest beach. <laughs> yeah, you can, get inflatable, you can get inflatable things to sit in to freeze your bollocks off from a shop. Yeah, you know, and Paul Moore is one of the guys who lives up north and he's got one. Um, so he's regularly doing this thing. It's all wonderful. Um, but Tom just shared a funny story about his time, the one time he should try it you know, after half getting bullied into it, you know, and and and, have, and talking about feeling awful all morning. And <laughs> the, so we're going to talk today, uh, we're going to touch on a few things and just see what happens, because that's what we normally do. You know, I'm not great. I, I'm struggling with not having structure to my week. I'm struggling with making a structure, which then kind of just goes out the window after two days. I've just uh motivation to exercise isn't really there i did go out for a walk early this morning purely because i didn't sleep and i was feeling very woolly and i just knew what i needed was fresh air it wasn't from an exercise perspective it was more i needed some air and clear my head if you like because i just felt really foggy so and i do think quite a lot of people are struggling with sleep at the moment probably because um again if you are have gone from being very active like I was to very little um you're not getting stimulated you're not getting tired you're not getting you know uh, that energy burn that you were getting before or that sort of even adrenaline rush you know from trying to get somewhere or teach a class or all those things if that when that's all gone by 90 percent um I think that's where I've got to now is my it's 14 days plus Christmas mm. um, and the last time I actually physically taught a class was before the last lockdown so I'm missing that a lot. Um, and then, of course, after lockdown, I went to 3F, which was um, a very, you know, very short lived because obviously then we shot and that didn't really sort of take take off at all. So it's been quite a rough journey for me. And I think that's kind of been playing on my mind when I'm trying to sleep. You know, is that because when I started wanting to be a PT again and I and I, I literally hit the ground running. I, I finished my office job on the 24th of July. I taught my first class on the 25th of July, three months, it was great. I was getting there, I was confident, I had clients, do you know what I mean? I had all this thing happen. Then that was stopped. Then I kind of started again, half-heartedly. Yeah, the, the, it wasn't the same. And then I've come back out again. Now it's just like, oh, you know, and it's quite, I think what happens is when I'm not busy or, or trying to keep myself busy is I think I get quite negative about how is this going to work for me? When am I ever going to get my business off the ground? When am I going to get to that point I thought I would be at by now? Because it's, you know, it's what, how many months now? So July, it's six months, you know, yeah, and yeah. literally in that time, it's just been constant battle. You know, and I, even though I'm a really positive person, it, I, you can be as positive as, as you like, but your subconscious when you're trying to sleep at night is, is that's the stuff that's going to get you. And yeah. um, so I need, I know I need to work on 
making plans for when we come out of lockdown. I know I need to make more structured plans so I know what I'm working towards. Because I think at the moment, it's just going to, I feel like it's like a case of, oh, the gyms all open, then what? Yeah. Then what? Who's going to want to come back and train? Who's going to want to do PT one-to-one now after all this pandemic? And the fact we've got more cases now than we had when this all started, you know, it's all this kind of like, you know, are people going to come back or wait till they've had the vaccine? It's lots of questions there, which are, again, like I said, in the daytime, fine. Hit a pillow at night, doubts, doubts, negative, negative, no. And I think, you know, that's something I need to definitely work on. I'm probably going to ask you guys to help me out with that. So that's cool um but yes yeah, so going back to sort of things we should be doing so it, it it's a tough one isn't it? it is it's like you know you should be going out for an hour's exercise every day you should be going out for a walk you should be yeah having a nice bath you should be doing some sort of structured exercise you should be tying in with joe wicks and doing pee with joe every morning sorry <laughs> down down um you know so I don't know. I don't know what you like, you guys think, because obviously we're all very different in how we perceive stuff from the internet. I try and stay off it as much as I can, but you know, when there's not a lot else going on, it's, you're always looking for inspiration. And I, I think um, it would be quite nice as well to talk about podcasts. You know, again, that's something that people not always do them. Podcast books, the difference between how those things make you feel, stuff like that. Because I'm trying everything at the moment. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, as I kind of shared with you guys before, like, I'm surprised how well I'm dealing with this lockdown. Um, I feel like each each day that goes by, I'm actually feeling better about everything. And I am I feel that um, I haven't had many low days. I did the first couple of days, as I shared previously, like the first couple of days when we went into tier four, New Year's Eve was a really tough one for me because I was just like, I just was so ready to celebrate like the end of 2020 and the start. But it was just like, okay, well, there's such an unknown here. Yeah. And then like I talked about like last podcast, I just decided I'm going to take control of everything that I can control. And going into like talking about like the pressures from social media and the pressures from other people to, to do things that they're doing, it's like, it all ties into diet culture, it all ties into like training styles, it all ties into like all these methods and people are putting them out there to try and help people. I get that, but you're only helping people if it actually helps them. And so my philosophy on this is that the only way that you're going to be able to implement these things into your life is if they actually suit you, you know? So like, for example, you were talking about like the cold showers. Like I'm a, I'm a big believer. I have a philosophy in life where I'm like, I'll try everything once, right? I'll try it once. So I'm like, yeah, I'll give it a go. Like if, as long as it's got nothing to do with snakes and spiders, because I hate snakes and spiders, but like anything, um, anything that I don't think is going to kill me, I'll, I'll try it once, right? So, you know, Monday morning for me, I get up early. That's my thing. I don't recommend it to everybody. I don't think any, everybody, I don't think getting up early is, is, is a success for the majority of people, but it works for me. So I get up early, even in lockdown, I get up ridiculously early and I structure my day so that I have mini goals I can get through. And as I said last week, like I feel like I'm getting through this lockdown really well. And I'm actually kind of enjoying like my days because I'm just constantly giving myself things to work towards. I know what I'm doing at two o'clock. I know what I'm doing at five o'clock. I know, you know, and my days are just, you know, rolling. And 
so I, so I get up four o'clock. I'm like Monday morning. I'm like, this is like two years ago. And I'm like, I've, you know, I've listened to podcasts about cold showers, all the benefits. And I've read some of the data behind it. I'm like, right, let's give it a go. So I get into the shower, it's freezing cold. And I do it for like 45 seconds, get out. And I'm like, that was absolutely miserable. But I'm like, all right, well, let's just see if the benefits are going to start to, you know, to, to, to become for the rest of the morning. Right. And so that Monday morning was probably the most miserable I've ever been on a Monday. I'm normally a very upbeat person on Monday. I enjoy Mondays. I'm like, I believe Mondays a mindset and you, you fresh week, you can get going with it. And I was miserable simply because physically I was just so cold. I couldn't warm up. And anyone who knows me well, like I, I'm not very good in the cold. I'm always laid up. I've, you know, and I just, I just don't like being cold. I hate the feeling. So like, clearly that's not going to work for me. I do that every morning. It's not going to work for me. And so I didn't do it again. And I felt no pressure to do it the next morning. So I was like, this doesn't work for me. Nice. The beginning of lockdown, I set my a, a goal to go for a walk every morning. I did it twice. And I'm like, I don't want to go for a walk in the morning. Like I don't enjoy it. Like I'm just getting out there in the cold. I actually prefer to, like I, like I told you guys before, I prefer to actually get up and listen to podcasts. And like, it's, that's the way I like to start my morning. So why, why don't I start my mornings that way? It puts me in the right frame of mind for me, myself. I, I shouldn't feel pressure from social media or other people tell me, you've got to go for a walk every morning and see the sunrise. I'm like, that's great for you. And I'm all for it. If it works for you, great, do it. Don't work for me though. You know, and so I, I'm not going to do it. And like I was sure, you know, we were saying earlier, like I used to read a lot. I used to listen to books in the morning. And what I found with the way that my brain works, it was too, it was too two dimensional for me. It was like the, the author was talking directly to me and telling me how I should think. And that's not really how my brain works. So instead, I started falling in love with podcasts and with the dynamics of podcasts, you're listening to two or three people having a conversation and then you can depict what you're trying, the message you want from what they're saying. And you actually used to use your own intellect to kind of disseminate what they're saying. And it stimulates my brain. So I, I put me into a, into a mode for the rest of the day where like, I'm thinking for myself, I'm trying to, to look at things in my way and better my, the, the path that I'm on. And so I don't listen to audiobooks anymore. I just listen to podcasts and I just feel like with, this the mass of social media the massive platforms that people have now the so many people are experts quote unquote experts and everything that it's great but take what you want from everything take what may work for you try it if it doesn't work do it again and like i feel like being an athlete when i was younger i used to have routines and processes and like rituals before matches and before practice and they developed over years of trial and error. Does this work for me? Oh, like there was one time where I think I was like 21 where like I was winning a lot and I wouldn't shave. Like I wouldn't shave because I was like, and I didn't have a great bit at the time anyway. So it didn't really make any difference appearance wise, but like I was on this winning streak. So I was like, and I, I listened to a uh, interview from one of my favorite players and he was like, I didn't shave uh, when I was on this big winning streak. And I was like, well, I'm not doing that either then. And then like, then I lost and I was like, oh, well, that didn't work. So I, now I would shave, you know, it's just like it, it worked for me mentally. It got me to the place where I needed to be to perform at that, that uh, my best. And I think that's what it is. If you look at like professional athletes, they all have rituals and they all have processes in order to try and peak in their performance. And 
even us everyday people that are just trying to do better in life. That's I take that from there. You're just trying to be the best version of you. You're just trying to peak performance for what you're trying to achieve. And however small or big that is, it's down to you. If it's really important to you, then it's a big thing. And so I just, I don't buy into this like, oh, you've the keto work for me. So you've got to do the keto diet. No, you don't. Like if it worked for you, great. Enjoy yourself. But you don't have to do it because Betsy down the road lost 15 pounds from keto. If you don't like eating bacon and eggs every single meal, then don't eat bacon and eggs every single meal. Have some carbs and and educate yourself and learn how to do it in, in the right way. So like if anyone is listening to this, <laughs> if you want to wrap it, my, you know, put my thoughts into a box, just do you and then just simply try and be better than the next day and just yeah. refine your process. Paul, how you doing? Uh, yeah, no, I'm, I'm good. Thank you. Yeah, I'm good. And um, I, 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 I quite agree with everything that you guys have said in terms of there's uh, unnecessary pressure from everyone to do the, all these things that you have to do. And it's like, I, I'm not really one for ripping off other comedians material but fuck it I, I i'm going to and it reminds me i believe it's lee evans and he does this thing where he's like talking about essential oils and he's like i haven't fucking got any of them and it's like the 10 things you must do before you die and it's like, i haven't fucking done any of them and it's like <laughs> we fall because we're in lockdown we've fallen into that where everyone's like this is what you have to do to survive lockdown and it's like if you paid attention to all the things you were supposed to do you'd never get anything done because you yeah. your day would start at 4 a.m with a C dip, you'd then fucking go home and you do 10 hours of hit. You'd then spend the rest of your day trying to find ways to avoid anything with a carbohydrate in it. You'd then spend the rest of your time trying to drink 12 liters of water a day, which would then put the rest of the day out completely because you'd be sat on the toilet pissing the entire time. So I think that there's a notion like we're conditioned by society, by social media to try and be like these perfect <laughs> humans. And what I've really embraced since having everything that I've spoken about in the last couple of uh, podcasts happen in the build-up to this lockdown. I've, I've just started to embrace the fact that, you know, what, I'm, I'm probably, a, a, I'm not perfect. I'm probably a terrible human being. Um, there's probably people out there who have got a much better moral high ground that look at me and think, wow, that guy's a cunt. And I'm just like, you know what? Yeah, cool. I am. I'm not perfect. I don't get up at 4am. I don't go for a walk first thing in the morning. I, I, I very rarely have a pint of water before I have my first coffee. But that's okay because at the moment we're going for a really really testing time and um part of what i've been doing um i reached out to a company called steps to well-being because of my mental health and i'm waiting to get some cbt one of the things that came out of my initial like assessment call with them is the fact that my my work my business was causing me quite a lot of stress so i got referred on to their like employment team and i've been having like counseling from my business every two weeks for the last few months and one of the things that came out of the call this week is the fact that I, I basically, when it comes to like my business, I, I put so much pressure on myself and I've got all these notions of things that I need to do. I've, I'd stopped recognizing what I was doing well. Um, mm -hmm. And I think people in general at the moment with lockdown are doing the exact same thing. They're, they're, they're not yeah. actually acknowledging what they're doing well. They're too busy focusing on the things that they should be doing. Um, yeah, 100%. Picking up on what they're not doing and, and that's playing into a, a really negative narrative. Um, so I've just been very deliberately trying to focus on what I have been doing well and yeah I, I, I could sit here and I could go do you know what? I'm a PT and I'm supposed to be leading the way and be like you have shredded abs and look a particular way because that's what people expect of a PT but actually do you know what I think the most important thing we should be doing at the moment is prioritizing our mental health because 
yeah, you can get up at 4 a.m. and you can go for a sea dip and you can feel great and exhilarated afterwards. I did a sea dip on New Year's Day last year, ran into the sea. And I'll tell you, I was cold the entire day. I had hot water bottles the entire day. I didn't enjoy it. And then 2020 was the worst year on record. So I didn't do a sea dip this year um, because I ain't fucking risking that again. Um, so it's your <laughs> fault then. 2020 yeah. was your fault. It was either the dude that ate the bat, uh, if that's what you believe, or uh, or it was me doing a sea dip. One, all I can say is that those two things happened and 2020 were a fucking shit year. Um, so I blame Bill Wicks. I do as well. That guy's a cunt. Um, <laughs> you don't need to say it. You just set that up for me to say it. But uh, back to my point. Um, what I... Like I, I've fallen into this routine of just trying to do things that make me happy. The other day I saw that it was going to be really like a, uh, it was going to be really clear in the morning. So I was like, fuck it, let's get up and go and watch the sunrise. The sunrise is at like one minute past eight. So it's not early. I've set my alarm. I'm going to get up. I'm going to go and watch it. Half past 10. I got out of bed. Um, and do you know what? It fucking happens. Like I, yeah. some people are struggling to sleep at the moment. I'm the opposite. We bought blackout curtains for the bedroom, like just after Christmas. And I can't wake up. <laughs> I'm like the complete opposite but I'm not beating myself up about it because at the moment the most important thing for me is that when they eventually say when we can come out of lockdown is that I'm still alive at the time so mm-hmm. I can come out of lockdown and enjoy it and I think if I fall into the narrative of you have to do four hours of homework out every day and you have to video all of them and you have to put it on your social media and you have to document every single meal you have and you have to be brilliant at this and you have to not look at sugar because it's the devil and it will kill you and you have to if you, if you pay attention to all that shit, I think you would just go insane. Lockdown is hard enough. Um, and I'm just, yeah, I'm just trying to, like Tom said, I'm just trying to do me. I'm just trying to stay happy and stay on top of things and 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 balance that with not completely self-sabotaging. And it is a fine line because, don't get me wrong, there are days where it's like, hmm, I haven't had, I haven't had breakfast and I didn't really have much for lunch, so I'm going to do 3,000 calories of chocolate. Um, but... <laughs> It's everything in moderation. Like you, you, you're going to have this. Or, 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 oh, I've had two salads today. I'll make up my calories with wine. You yeah. know. Yeah. But it's it, but the question I think people got to ask themselves is, why do we have to do it that way? Why do we have to do it the way that social media influencers or these gurus say that we have to do it? Like, you know, I had a, I had a great conversation with Liv on Instagram Live the other day, and it was like. We were talking about like success is defined by the individual. Like, you don't have to be the next Steve Jobs or the next like, you know, let's say Joe Wick, shall we? Like you don't have to be these super successful people. I know, Paul. Sorry, um, but like <laughs> you don't have to. That doesn't that doesn't have to be success. To you, if purely getting through the day, feeling good, mm. is a successful day to you, then more power to you. And however you do that. That's great. Do it however you want. You want to go jump in the sea at minus six degrees? Go jump in the sea. Just don't tell me that I have to do that in order to be successful. Because who are you to tell me what my own success is? And like, you know, I think, Paul, when when you talk about your own business and stuff, like your business is as successful as you want it to be. Right. And it's like, if you want it to be more successful than what it is now, you're enjoy the process of making it more successful in your own way. You don't, if, if getting to that success that you say, Oh, I want this is miserable. You clearly don't want it because you don't want it that way because the process to get there isn't the way you want to do it. So why would that, why would that be a goal for you? You know, like we get a finite amount of time on this planet 
why on earth would you live it trying to achieve other people's goals? And why on earth would you try and do, achieve those goals, doing it other, the way that other people want you to do it and sacrificing your own happiness and mental health in, this, in, the, in, the, in the process? It's like, I just... I, I can see, I mean, this is just, uh, just from the last few podcasts we've done, you know, I can see between us that the coaches we're going to be when we come out the other side of this, there's going to be a change because I think with you, Paul, especially, there are going to be a lot of guys that you're going to come across that are going to be going through some mental health challenges. And you've got tools now because you're having to deal with it yourself and the connections you've made with this people and they've helped you and this, that. you've got a great story. You've suddenly got this, you know, I don't mean like in a fable kind of way, but you've now got a different story where life has taken you well. without you knowing it was going to happen. Yeah, I could and go you might find that you might you might be doing online PT and doing programs that, but you might find actually you might go in a very different direction when you come out of this, because I think you would be great working with guys who are going through stuff like yeah. this. Um, because even though you are still working through it yourself, I already think you've got the tools to do it, and maybe that's why, like 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 Tom just said, maybe that's why the stress you're that's being caused by you trying to build the business that way is because it's a universe trying to tell you that actually you're going on this journey now because you're going to be building your business this way and you're going to get so much more out of it and you're going to get lots of this lovely like feedback of that really great feeling of helping people because that's what I know you want to do ultimately we all want to help people yeah so, so whether that's you know take them in the gym and get them to do three you know three sets on the uh, leg extension or or take them for a walk around the park and let them have a chat and a good cry I mean equally always, as important. There's always a reason why we're we're miserable, right? There's always a there's always a factor. <laughs> always. Always. There's always there's always a like whether it's easy or not to identify that factor. It's it's you know it's for every individual, right? But. There is a reason why we're unhappy in certain situations. There's been times in my life where I've been very low and there's always been a reason why I was low. Yep. And it was that journey to figure out why I was low yep. and what was the causes of that. And, you know, I think like if you take yourself, you know, for Paul, for example, right now, we take you and you say, okay, well, you were low and that you, you get, you're building yourself out of it and you're taking steps every day. Identifying the reasons why you got to the point where you were might give you a new lease of life to go and do life a different way because you realize, hey, look, I was doing it this way, thinking that that was going to make me happy, but actually it did the complete opposite. And yeah. now I turn in another direction. I actually might never need to feel like this ever again because I'm doing it my way. I'm doing it the way that I want to do it. And I enjoy that process because it's never... For me personally, it's never been the outcome that's ever been the most satisfying part of achieving things. It's always been the process and being able to look back and going, I achieved that. And like, I really enjoyed the chase of it. And I enjoyed the, 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 the progress that I made and whatever. And then, because whenever we achieve a goal, we achieve it. And then we set another goal and off we go again, right? So it's never really the actual moment of achieving it. It's normally the chase of the process. And so if you can tailor that to something that truly makes you happy and it ticks all your boxes, and I think, you, you know, it's... Um, and, I, and I do but, think that's where the journaling comes in. Because I think, yeah. it, it, I think, especially at the moment, to have, have your feelings written down now, you know, there could be 
one day when you wrote something in there, one day in like a year's time, you could meet someone and hit, you'll have that conversation and you'll go, well, actually, that was me a year ago. Yeah. I actually wrote that in my journal. Do you know what I mean? And then you can say, but what followed after that was this, this, this. It, it, do you know what I mean? And I think, yeah. and I feel the same way. I feel like I've, I've, I hit the ground running at Urban. I was teaching classes, which I loved. Um, we, we've all got our reasons why we're not there anymore. I'm not going to go into that on this podcast. Um, but it might be a long and, one. <laughs> but, but I came out of there. So many things I missed, but some of the things I didn't miss, obviously. But I seem now that I feel I do feel like I'm in a little bit of limbo. And that's what I want to get to the point now is I want I want to really use this time because it could be realistically the end of March. That that's yeah. the the time flying around at the moment so with that in mind it could be realistically end of March so I've got to put together some sort of structure about which way I want to go with this you know yeah. because I love working one-to-one -one with people but I do think you know there is going to come a point I don't know how quickly people are going to come back this time you know uh, because people are getting more scared because obviously more and more people close to them are either getting tested positive or they're getting sick which is quite shocking, really, seeing as with this far down the line. But um, so, you know, again, I've got to think about, I do agree with what Paul's doing as well with regard to the sort of mental health aspect, because I think it's really going to be quite something. And I don't think we're going to see the repercussions straight away, because I think even after this lockdown's finished, people are going to be waiting for the next one. Yeah. But I They'll be waiting. You know, and that, that's the awful thing about it is there's that uncertainty in in the world now. For me, I, for me, I I don't look at it that way though. And like you guys can disagree with me here, or like you know, this is just my personal opinion on it. I never put the pressure. Well, since I've learned this skill, and since I've had great people in my life that have allowed me to kind of see it this way, I don't ever put the pressure on the environment anymore. I put the pressure on myself. I don't believe that the, the environment I'm in is what creates success or happiness for me. It's me. And it's what I make of that environment. It's how I, it's how I um, interpret what's going on around me. The narrative I create in my own mind of the environment I'm in, that's what, that's what allows me to do me. And I, I, and I generally believe now at 30 years old that if you put me in any environment, I will be successful in my own way because it's down to me. It's down to me and how I define things. And so like with, with, the, with this lockdown, like the environment is the environment, right? There's nothing I can do about it, but I can control what I do. I can control the things that I do on a daily basis, the processes that I implement into my day in order to keep myself going. And screw it, whatever happens, if it's, if it's March, May, June, July, we come out of this and people are terrified to come back to the gym. My job is to adapt. Me, I adapt to the new environment. I make something work in the new environment we've got. Exactly. So I don't sit there and stress about the fact that people might not want to come back to the gym or whatever. I have to find a way in order to one, educate enough people to understand that, hey, look, it is safe to do this. Or I have to change my, the way that I think about this and I have to change the way that I do my processes in order to adapt to that new environment. So for me, it's, it's more of a, it's a challenge. I'm like, okay, I accept this challenge. I accept this new environment. I accept the fact that things might not be the same, but me as a human, it's down to me whether I'm successful or not, because if I spend too much time, you know, worrying about the, again, like I talked about the other day, the uncontrollables or, um, you know, the, 
the things that are out of my hand, then I lose I lose energy and time and 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 potential happiness and success that I could create in my own head. Okay, that makes sense. Okay, well we've got about seven minutes left, but I know Paul's put his hand up and said he'd like to just finish on some thoughts. Yeah, so a few things that have just come out of, of that. Just going back to something that Tom was saying, um, there's a phrase that uh, I know James Smith has shared. I don't know if it's one of his or one that he's heard somebody else uh, say, which I think is probably really relevant with regards to this podcast, which is becoming is better than being. Um, and the notion of actually, and again, tying into what Tom was saying, if you can enjoy the journey that you're on, that's going to be far more rewarding than just getting to the destination and it's if you think about driving long distances you, you no matter which way you look at it if you've got to do a 600 mile trip it, you you have to do each mile individually you can't just fast forward and suddenly be there so the way that people get around it is you you try to make the drive as enjoyable as possible you put people that you like in the car you have good music you stop at services you have food and yeah it might make the journey a bit longer because you're stopping and you're dicking around more but you enjoy it a lot more and it makes it more beneficial i think at the moment we're we're all in that boat where it's like we're, we're it doesn't matter whether you're frustrated with lockdown enjoying it embracing it whatever it is we all need to find a way for our own sanity and our own happiness to enjoy what's going on and yeah. taking some of the pressure off of trying to keep up with the joneses and trying to do what everybody else is doing mm-hmm. and finding what works for you and what makes you happy is, is what's going to help everybody get out of this the right side now we shouldn't sacrifice our health and our fitness in doing so by being like oh yeah what's going to get me for it is eating six tubs of ben and jerry's every day that's just going to fuck you up for you but um at the same time being able to perhaps relax a little bit on certain things and understand the knock-on effect but that you're doing it to preserve your mental health i think is, is is quite powerful um something else that came out of my call this week from my business perspective that again ties into everything we've just been saying is the fact that i think we all also need to appreciate and take the pressure off ourselves in the fact that we are in we are in a lockdown and we are in a global pandemic and that actually what we determine to be success and what we determine to be good for us is probably very different to what we're used to and it's really easy to be like oh i should be here in this position or i should look this particular way or i should be training this way or I should be doing that way but ultimately we're in a global pandemic and sometimes you have to take a step back and go is what i'm doing good enough and what i realized from a business perspective for me personally is that actually although yeah i don't have the number of clients i want to don't, don't have the monthly income that i perhaps thought i would have after a year of being self-employed but what i do have is two podcasts that i'm getting endless amounts of positive feedback on again people coming to me saying that 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 post that you did really resonated like I've got my clients coming back to me saying I wouldn't I couldn't be here I couldn't get these results without you and and success to me is actually I I always used to think success was going to be financial but actually I I think my first year of business the amount of people that I've helped and impacted without even realizing just by trying to educate people and just by being open um, that's probably more successful than ever and I think we we could all take the pressure off ourselves by realizing that life isn't normal so stop comparing what you deem to be successful or what you should be doing based on an env- like tom said based on an environment that we're not in um <laughs> yeah and, and ultimately it comes to our health and our fitness yeah it's frustrating about the gyms and if they don't if people don't rush back to the gym when we come out of lockdown and stuff i, I still think from a, a point that i've made all along since the first lockdown to try and help people feel more ease from a 
strictly a fitness perspective because ultimately that's you know this podcast is is loosely aimed at fitness um <laughs> health more now yeah <laughs> um, yeah all this all this changing if, if people don't want to rush back to the gym because they've got fears and they, they're worried about stuff we need to understand and appreciate the core principles behind what we want to achieve from a fitness perspective don't change if your goal is fat loss, the principle doesn't change. You still need a calorie deficit. If you want to gain muscle, the principle doesn't change. You still need to lift heavy. You still need to eat the right way. If you want to maintain your body, you still need to match your expenditure with your, your calorie input. All that changes is where you can do that exercise. That, that is literally all we're dealing with. And I think, again, if we can take that step back and go, right, actually, geographically and the equipment available to me has differed, how can I adapt? Yeah. yeah. That, that's going to take a lot of pressure off. And I think, again, we've allowed, as an industry, we've allowed people to be bullied into feeling like they have no excuses and they have to train and they have to be doing exactly the same and they need a home gym and they need all this shit and they need to do Joe Wicks eight times a day and put pressure on people. When actually what we need to do is we need to think about what our goal is and we need to take a step back and go, right, my situation's changed. How do I need to adjust what I'm doing to still enjoy it and stay on track? And hopefully our podcasts are, are helping people to kind of think like that. But again, if if there's people listening and you're thinking, actually, I'm, that's the bit I'm stuck with, reach out to us because yeah. we're all having to do it. We're all having to take a step back and go, right, what's important? What do I want to work on? What do I what do I want to achieve from a fit, strictly fitness perspective? And how do I need to adjust what I would normally do in, in respect of the current situation? And I think if we can appreciate that, if we can enjoy the journey that we're that we're on and we can take a bit of the pressure off by understanding that you know this isn't a normal circumstance not use it as an excuse because you know pointing the finger and playing the blame game won't get you anywhere but just taking the pressure off and being like actually it's not going to be the same as normal we we need to adjust we need to be realistic then do you know what i think we've got a great or a much better chance of coming out of it in not just one piece, but coming out of it of our sanity. And that's yeah. certainly what I've learned over the last probably five or six months is that preserving your sanity and, and finding a way to stay happy um, is a big thing. Like I was, I was amazed. I mean, we've yeah. got less than a minute, so I'm going to try and wrap up really quickly. But I was amazed at the first few days of the new year that I managed to get through it where I didn't cry. Uh, and and it's and genuinely it dawned on me, probably like the 5th or the 6th of January, that I'd gone nearly a whole week without it because it had become a daily occurrence like multiple times a day i'd like fucking have a breakdown and I, I got to this point where i was like fuck i haven't done it for ages and it's purely because you take that step back and you go right what can i do what what am i in control of and i think that's that's what i want to get from this podcast yeah, yeah. well done thank well you thanks, thanks tom right guys we better wrap up then um so we'll have a quick catch up after this and Everyone else will chat to you next Everyone week. Else, episode 10. Episode 10 next week. It'll be a big... double figures. <laughs> uh, See you later, guys. Cheers.